Good morning, everybody. This is Victoria, your dog guru. And today, in honor of Halloween, I'm sharing some tips, tricks, and considerations for this holiday to keep everybody happy and safe. So without further ado, let's hop into the Halloween tips. To start off, I want to advise everybody to keep your dog clear of the door. I say this for several reasons. One, because you're going to have a bunch of strangers hanging around your home, which is normally their dominion. Two, it can also cause an otherwise friendly dog to become defensive and not able to recognize what or who is coming to the door to be more reactive and less friendly than you're used to seeing them. So that's my first thing. The other reason you want them clear of the door is they could end up trying to dash out of the door. You don't want them to be pushing past you and running off. It's especially dangerous tonight because since it'll be dark, if your dog were to get out, they could become disoriented and overwhelmed with so many strange stimuli and foreign activity going on. Not to mention you're going to have people driving around who may not be able to see your dog and you definitely don't want them to be injured or harmed when it could have been prevented. Okay, next thing. So if your dog is a barker and you know the doorbell is a trigger, you might consider playing a TV or radio for them to listen to and putting them in a safe, comfortable, familiar place to relax. Perhaps provide them with a favorite bone or a a favorite toy because that'll provide a distraction. You can make sure that the volume is a little higher than it would normally. I mean, you don't want to blast it, but you are trying to mask the sound of the doorbell ringing. So keep that in mind, a little bit louder volume than normal to help mask that sound, cover it up a little bit. And bones are great because not only do they serve as a distraction, but it helps the dog relieve tension that it's feeling. I know around the 4th of July, if a dog gets agitated because of the fireworks sound, they'll take cover and sometimes they'll destroy carpet or furniture because they're just trying to release that anxiety they're feeling. As far as where to put your dog, you might opt for a place as far, well, I would opt for a place as far away from the door as possible. You know, if you have a room on the other side of the house that they're usually having access into, make sure it's there. Put your TV on or your radio, give them their toy or their bone or both. Let's face it, I mean, the the more of a distance you have between that and the doorbell, the better. You want it to be a peaceful, relaxing environment for them. So not hearing a doorbell going off every 10 seconds is going to help in that process. An alternative to having people come to your door all night long is setting up a chair right in front of your door or in the front of the house where you can pass out candy there thereby removing the doorbell ringing altogether. And this is a great tip for families with young children and babies that they want to sleep through the night. I know for me, I have a senior dog, and the idea of having people constantly ringing the doorbell all night long when he's not used to it, while he would behave, I think he would just be nervous. So I just bypass that. I set up camp out front of the house and the kids can come up. I can give out the candy and nobody has to disturb the dog to the baby. My last tip is actually for those of us that have puppies and puppies are really impressionable. They go through two imprint periods that are really notable. Basically what an imprint period is, is where it's easy for them to be kind of like a sponge. They take in a bunch of information and what they do with that is essentially they ingrain things, anything from how mom taught them boundaries or social interaction with litter mates. This is a really crucial point in development. And the bad news is, is that 
it kind of becomes ingrained. Dogs that have a really good positive start are the ones that later in life usually do not end up with obsessive compulsive behaviors or dominating behaviors or defensive behaviors because in the beginning they didn't really have any of that instilled in them there wasn't anything that they were afraid of well tonight is exactly the sort of event you don't want them to remember the level of chaos unpredictability the fact that everybody could want to pet your puppy. I mean, there's just a, a several reasons why I wouldn't recommend having the puppy present. Just keep him in a safe place. If he has a crate, that's a great option too. And you can do the same things that you would do with an adult dog that was a barker, radio, TV, music, whatever you think will relax the dog. But this way, you're not having to rehab an emotional event you can continue in a positive manner without the dog having a bad experience that now you need to fix i think a lot of people know this already but i never recommend that dogs have candy i don't care if it's a jolly rancher or chocolate i just don't recommend it high levels of sugar and salt can really dehydrate a dog and that causes its own issues but there's a lot of things that we put in candy that we as people can process but their constitutions are different from ours so it won't necessarily go over as well. You might have accidents or you could have a sick dog. And certain candies can actually get lodged in their intestines. And you do not want to have to take your dog to the vet for surgery like that. It's extremely expensive. So no candy for Fido. And make sure your kids know this too because, you know, kids like to share. Some of us like to share. Uh, and you don't want them to be giving them things that you're not aware that the dog is ingesting. If for any reason you're going to be out in the world with your dog tonight, again, I would advise against it just for the several triggers that are going to be out there. But make sure if you do have your dog out there that they're leashed for their safety, as well as the people around you. You know, not all people are dog people. So please be a good dog owner and responsible tonight because... Your dog needs your leadership, not doggy debacles and drama. Our next show is actually going to be about pit bulls and bringing some awareness there. And we have a whole series of interviews we're doing with owners that have them, love them, enjoy the breed. They're going to be sharing their stories so that we can start shedding some light on the shadows that have been cast around this breed. So if you're a pit bull lover or perhaps you have some preconceived emotions and opinions about pit bulls, I highly recommend that you listen in. You might learn something. You might be impressed. You might be surprised at some of the things you hear and learn. So listen in, have an open mind, and I'm sure you'll enjoy this broadcast about what, in my view, is a fantastic breed. If you haven't already, click the subscribe and follow button right here on our page. Then you can be notified of all of our new episodes. Any new content that we release will be there and also on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash dog guru podcast. So like us there, share that with your friends and family. We would love to have them join our community. As always, this is where I ask you to rate our podcast. <laughs> and the higher we get a rating, the more exposure we get. So if you love the show, give us that five stars. You can even leave a review there. I would certainly appreciate it. This is Victoria, your dog guru, and I'm wishing you guys a happy, healthy, and safe Halloween. Go out, enjoy the evening with your family, make some good memories, take some awesome pictures. You can even send us those. I'd love to have them. I love Halloween, but I definitely love seeing how people dressed up their dogs and their kids. It's, it's awesome. So that's all for me today, everybody. Thanks for listening. Namaste.